Hello, and welcome to my podcast. This is episode 13 of The Way Up, Healing Wounds from Church Hurt. My name is Doug Vasey, and I'm an ordained minister and a graduate of a Christian seminary. My purpose in doing these podcasts is to help and encourage those who've been wounded through church hurt. That is pains or trauma coming from within a religious or church setting. I've been through several experiences and I know what has happened with many others. I will be sharing things that have helped me in my journey. I believe that there is an amazing God out there who offers love, joy, and peace beyond what we can imagine. And we can have complete healing. In the last two episodes, I've discussed the importance of truth in healing from church hurt. So much of the pain involved in church hurt comes from the misuse of the Bible or the twisting of Scripture. So many cult-like, toxic organizations have become very skilled in doing this as a form of spiritual abuse. Rebecca Davis, who has written a series of books entitled Untwisting Scriptures, defines it this way. Spiritual abuse is the misuse of the Word of God and the character of God to manipulate and control and oppress others. For our healing process, we need to understand that it doesn't start out that way. In the group I was a part of, many people gave up businesses, families, and their ways of life to move across the country to be near the primary meeting place. Nobody ever said, I'm moving so that my family and I can be spiritually abused and wounded. They came anticipating good from the evidence of things that they had already seen. For this group, it was a Bible-based weight loss program. There were many who had lost 100 or more pounds after trying other programs with little or no results. So it became easy to see that all of the leaders teaching as truth because they had already experienced the results of massive weight loss. For a lot of people, it became their only source of truth. When you have experienced the wounds and trauma of church hurt, and you've gotten away from the offending organization, it can be easy to blame yourself for what happened. You think, how could I have ever been a part of that? I know I felt that way, thinking that I should have known better since I've been to seminary and I've preached and I've taught the Bible. I've especially felt guilty about what happened with my son. But healing can come when we begin to see the process of how truth was twisted and why we were vulnerable to the deception. In recent years, there have been many documentaries and news stories that reveal the workings of these toxic controlling organizations. And it is revealed that they tend to operate in similar ways 
to oppress the people within. They usually start with a talented individual with a strong personality who gains a following with some unique teaching. They may get more popularity through major media appearances or a best-selling book. At some point, they distinguish themselves as different from other mainstream religious groups because of a stand they take on a particular issue. Those other groups are identified as counterfeit since they teach differently. The public perception can be very different from what goes on behind the scenes, but it is closely guarded. Eventually, things that seem bizarre from the outside tend to become common and the actions of the leader are never questioned, but only lifted up as the perfect example. This was what I experienced, but I did not see it all until being out of the group for a while. There was a strong effort to cover up anything that might seem hypocritical or that could be criticized if made public. So much of this was able to be done because of the twisting of scriptures regarding authority. I will say that authority is important in being a Christian and following Jesus. Jesus said in Matthew 28:18, "I've been given all authority in heaven and on earth." And regarding that authority, Paul writes in Philippians chapter 2 that Jesus has been given the name above all names, and that in the end times every knee will bow and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord. Then for us to follow Jesus, we submit to his authority. He says in Matthew 16, 24, If any of you want to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross, and follow me. To truly be a Christian, it is necessary to recognize the authority of Jesus as the ultimate Lord and then surrender our lives completely to him as Lord. The teaching of authority is valid and necessary within healthy Christian churches, but it also becomes susceptible to misuse and twisting. What happens when Bible verses on authority are twisted is that the authority is shifted to the human leaders. The main verse for this is Hebrews 13, 17, which says, Have confidence in your leaders and submit to their authority because they keep watch over you as those who must give an account. Do this so that their work will be a joy, not a burden, for that would be of no benefit to you. Some versions say that they must give account to God, but this is often ignored. The way this worked in the group I was in was that there was one unquestioned leader, a woman who began the church as an extension of her weight loss ministry. 
That ministry had made her very wealthy. So she had control by financing many of the church activities. She also chose the leaders whose primary qualities seemed to be that they were loyal and obedient to her, as well as several being her employees. In a situation like this, it can be so easy to end up with abusers that are actually in positions of leadership and cannot be questioned because they are in authority. A similar misuse was with Ephesians 5, 22 and 23. Wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church. The misuse occurs when these verses are taken and used alone, ignoring the previous verse, stating that we should submit to each other because of Christ, and the following verses that give instructions for husbands. A husband is told to love his wife, to be ready to give up his life for her, to make her holy and clean, and to feed and care for her, just like Christ cares for the church. I know of many examples of wives who were abused and were then told it was their fault because they have not submitted enough or they need to lose weight or just focus on pleasing their husband's needs. This illustrates the importance of knowing the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. The passage in Ephesians 5 even includes the whole truth right there, and yet it is misused by people with an agenda. So seek the truth yourself, and you will find it. If you see the Bible being twisted and misused to cause wounds and trauma, stand up for truth if you can, or get away from that group if you can't. I thank you for joining me on this podcast and invite you to please join me on the next one on the journey to healing from the wounds of church hurt.